Hey everyone, Rick Pina here. I hope that you're having a great Christmas season. Here's the question that I'm gonna address in this video. Can Christians have a Christmas tree? Is it wrong for a Christian to have a Christmas tree? If you have a Christmas tree, are you worshiping some type of pagan idol? Are you wrong? Are you going to hell because you have a Christmas tree? Let's talk about it. So I got this question, and this is a question that, that I received. I'll read it to you. Apparently, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about worshiping trees, and many equate that to a Christmas tree. So I have two questions for you, sir. Number one is, is celebrating Christmas demonic? Example, Santa Claus, if you change the letters around, could be Satan's Claus. What do you think about that? And then the second question is, what does the verse about worshiping the trees really mean? So let's start out with pagan worship. It's Christmas time. We should be celebrating. We should be happy. But I don't want you to have any guilt and shame and condemnation if you have a Christmas tree up in your house. I have a bunch in my house right now. So let's talk about it. So there is evidence, biblical evidence or historical evidence that, that pagans did worship idols, obviously, idol worship. And some of these idols were made from wood. And some of these idols obviously were connected to trees. So in Jeremiah chapter 10, this is primarily where they get this from. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 10, the Lord was speaking through the prophet Jeremiah. And he said this in verse three, the customs of other people are worth nothing. Their idols are nothing but wood that comes from the forest. And their idols are made by workers with their chisels. So Jeremiah is saying that some people are worshiping idols that come from wood, that comes from the forest, and these idols were cut out of wood with workers with chisels. Now, it is clear that some were worshiping idols that were made from wood that came from the forest, and others, you could say, were actually worshiping the trees themselves. But what you can't do when it comes to the Bible is just take a verse out of context. So whenever you take a verse and you kind of wrestle it out of this context, then you're setting yourself up for a misinterpretation. So let's look at the context. Matter of fact, since I already read verse three, let me read two verses before, two verses after. So we're going to look at verses one through five. This is what the Bible says. The Lord is speaking through Jeremiah. Once again, beginning at verse one, family of Israel, listen to the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Don't live like the people from other nations. Don't be afraid of the special signs that they see in the sky. The other nations are afraid of what they see in the sky, but you must not be afraid of them. The customs of other people are worth nothing. Their idols are nothing but wood that came from the forest. Their idols are made by workers with their chisels. They make their idols beautiful with silver and gold. They use hammers and nails to fasten their idols down so that they don't fall over. The idols of other nations are like a scarecrow in a cucumber field. They cannot walk, they cannot talk, and people have to carry them around. So don't be afraid of their idols. They cannot hurt you and they cannot help you either. At the end of the day, these are just idols. They can't hurt you, they can't help you. Don't even be afraid of it. And then if you keep going in Jeremiah chapter 10, it talks about what you, you honor the Lord, you glorify the Lord, that kind of thing. So he's juxtaposing what we should do as children of God. He was specifically speaking to the nation of Israel. 
But within context, those of us in the new covenant that are in Christ Jesus, we are therefore Abraham's seed. So he's speaking to us as well. So, so yes, there's supposed to be a difference between us and the world, but let's not get so nitpicky. So let me explain. So a couple of things we can glean from this. It is true that some people did worship trees or the things that came from trees. Obviously, they worshiped idols. That's true. And there's lots of evidence, historical, biblical, and otherwise. God tells us that his people, the Israelites, and by proxy, those of us that are in Christ Jesus in the new covenant, that we're not supposed to be like the people who worship idols. And we're not supposed to be like the people who even worship what they see in the sky. God tells us not to be afraid of these people or the things that they see. God says their customs are worth nothing and their idols are nothing but wood that came from the forest. God says these idols, man, they can't walk, they can't talk, they can't hurt you, and they can't help you. So let's bring this up to today. Christmas 2022. I don't know, Rick Pina, I don't know of any Christian, anybody I know that is using a Christmas tree as a form of pagan worship. So the Christians I know are celebrating the birth of Jesus with their trees. So if you are not using a Christmas tree as a form of pagan worship, then it's not wrong. As a matter of fact, to take it even further, if you're using it as a reminder that God sent his only begotten son to the earth, that Jesus left heaven, came to the earth so that we can go there, was celebrating the birth of Jesus so that we could celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ in a few months. You can't have Easter without Christmas, right? So we're celebrating the birth of Jesus, and then we celebrate the life of Jesus and the death of Jesus, the, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ on Resurrection Sunday morning. So if all of that, if your Christmas tree is tied to the story of Jesus, then of course it's not idol worship and it's not pagan worship. The issue, and, and then you can say, well, wait a minute, Brother Pena. Well, what about things that came from wood, just in general? Isn't that wrong? No, no. Since I gave you some ver verses from the Old Testament, and they these were people that took wood and carved it and maybe even put gold on it and used it for pagan worship, you can't say that's wrong because I'll just point out three pieces of furniture from the Lord's temple that were also made out of wood. Let me explain. And I could give you much more, but I'm going to just give you three. Three should be enough. Number one, within the Lord's temple, this is the Lord. He told them how to build his temple, his house. Well, there was an altar of sacrifice. This is the first piece of furniture that you would encounter when you entered the temple. It was made from wood, carved out with hands, and covered with copper. Then there was the, gold, the golden table of showbread. This was also made from wood, acacia wood. And it was covered with pure gold. And then, of course, the Ark of the Covenant, the famous Ark of the Covenant, where the Ten Commandments were housed and where the Holy Ghost himself, the Holy Spirit, lived above the Bema seat, above the Ark of the Covenant, where the Ark of the Covenant was made with acacia wood, carved out with human hands, and then covered with gold. So you can't say that wood is bad or wood covered with gold is bad because people use it for idols because God told his people to use it to worship him. So here's the point you got to have a personal conviction. There's some things at the end of the day that if you don't have a conviction about it, I have Christmas trees in my house and I know that I'm not worshiping any idols. I'm worshiping Jesus. Now, if you are convicted by having a Christmas tree and it bothers you and the Holy Spirit says don't have it, then don't have it. It's really that simple. In the New Testament, in Romans chapter 14, the apostle Paul helps us with this. Talks about, you know, just being, 
critical of other people. Stop criticizing people. There's some people that are comfortable with some things, and there's some people that are not. And I'm, and I'm not talking about sin. I'm just talking about having a personal conviction. So this is what the Bible says in Romans chapter 14, verses 5 and 6. Paul says some people might believe that one day is more important than another day. And others might believe that every day is just the same. So everyone should be sure about their own beliefs in their own mind. Like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. There's some people that believe, oh, I can have a Sabbath rest every day. Other people say Sabbath for me is Saturday. Other people say Sabbath for me is Sunday. This is not an issue that's going to, this is not a heaven or hell issue that we're going to argue over. I don't want the church to be divided over this issue. He says, look, for some people, that's important. For some people, that's not that important. And he goes on to say, those who think that one day is more important than the other days is doing what they're doing for the Lord. And those who don't are doing what they're doing for the Lord. And those who eat all kinds of food are doing what they do for the Lord. So, and there's other people that say, yes, I give God thanks for this food and they do that for the Lord and others who refuse to obey that food. And I'm not going to eat that food because the Lord said it's unclean and they do that for the Lord. So at the end of the day, you got to do what you have a personal conviction about. Paul is telling us not to criticize people. Don't, don't tear people down just because they have a tree. If you have a conviction about not having a tree, okay, don't have a tree. But that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to have that same conviction. The Holy Spirit hasn't convicted me about having a tree. I'm okay with having a tree and I'm not worshiping an idol. So if you have a conviction about not having a tree, don't. If you don't have a conviction about it and for you is celebrating Jesus, then have a tree or two trees or many trees, whatever you want. So going back to the last question that I was asked, <laughs> is celebrating Christmas demonic? Like Santa Claus, is that Satan's clause? If you reconfigure the letters. Okay. The answer here is just like the tree. If you want to make Santa an idol, then I guess you can make Santa an idol in your heart. You can make anything an idol. You can make your house an idol. You can make your car an idol. You can make Santa an idol. And so if Santa is an idol for you and you start worshiping Santa more than you're worshiping Jesus, then that's a problem. But Santa is not a problem for me. <laughs> and so if, if, if Santa is not a problem for me and I can still worship Jesus and be good, then I'm okay. And so let's not, let's not major on the minors. This stuff is not that important. First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31, the Bible says, whatever you do, whether eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. Can a Christian have a tree? Yeah, you can have a tree. You can have many trees. As long as you don't have a problem with it in your heart, God is searching your heart. Can a, can a Christian have a, a Santa Claus up in his house? Yes, they can. As long as they're, they're not making that Santa Claus an idol. And let's not stop calling everything a demon or demonic. Come on. Some things are not demonic. Some things are just simply a matter of your heart. If you have a problem with it, if you're convicted about it, don't do it. But that doesn't mean that you have to cast dispersions on other people who are not convicted about the same thing. We all have to be walking with God, being led by the Holy Spirit. Now, some things in the Bible are clear, right? If you tell me that you have a wife, but you also have a girlfriend, stop, that's sin. You know what I'm saying? And so if you all, you know, anyway, I don't want to go down that road. Some things are clear. Sin is sin. Now, this is not a sin issue. This is a heart issue. If you have a problem with a tree, don't have a tree. If you don't have a problem with a tree, have a tree. Celebrate Jesus. It is Christmas time. So for me to you, I want to say Merry Christmas. We celebrate the birth of Jesus so that we can celebrate the life of Jesus and we can celebrate what he did for us on Calvary's cross. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you profusely in this Christmas season. I hope that this message helped you with this whole issue of 
Can Christians have a tree? The answer is yes, just as long as the tree doesn't have you. I love you, and I'll talk to you on the next one. God bless you.